Welcome to another episode of Let's Do a Podcast. I'm Ryan. And I'm Anthony. And, uh, wowzer. I, I just feel like that's the best way to start off this episode. Because if y'all watch the movie before you listen to the podcast, we need help on this one. So I, I expect comments, concerns, I expect things to help us understand what happens. So I don't know what you, I don't know what you talk about, Ryan. I just fell asleep and the movie was over. I think I fell asleep and maybe I was just dreamed the movie. I think yeah. it was a dream that I saw and I just, um, you know, I can't make heads or tails of it. So maybe yeah. you're going to have to, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Maybe this we both went on a movie. Yeah. Maybe we <laughs> both went on like a bad trip or something that it, yeah. it was, it, it was crazy. But anyways, of course, before we get too far into the movie, let's talk about beer. So I'll go ahead and go. I, I'm doing, of course, the Great Notion double stack. I know I talked about it in the last episode. So it is 11 APV. So, you know, it's a good beer to have on an empty stomach. All um, the APV. <laughs> uh, it's pretty much their breakfast style, aged in coffee beans and extreme maple syrup syrup flavors oh my gosh uh it has an average syrup. rating of 4.37 so uh oh i guess i'll show you the can too oh he looks so happy yeah sasquatch <laughs> sasquatch and of course i already opened it because i always do that before there <laughs> and it looks like motor oil it's oh, so I dark i know it's a good one yeah, as soon as you open it, too, the maple just hits you right in the nose. Nice. But what you got for us today, Anthony? So today I decided to go to the local local brewery, that being Martin House. You know, they always got something interesting going on at Martin House. They always got something. Um, so, but I went with their uh, IPA. I went with an uh, Imperial Double IPA, uh, and I'll show the can here. Cause I, I got it because of the art. Because the art is just like awesome. Mm. Uh, so this awesome. is called Bee's Knees. It is a uh, double imperial uh, imperial double IPA made with orange blossom honey, uh, made with real bees. And uh, doesn't this this lady just looks like something out of this movie? Doesn't she? Yeah, she really does. Yeah, she's uh, she's people. one of the prisoners of the ghost land. Yeah. <clears throat> so of course. I know we always mention it, but you can watch the video of me and Anthony uh, on Twitch and YouTube and the Facebooks. Just look up Let's Do a Podcast. Uh, go ahead. All right. You ready for that beautiful bean footage there? Yeah. I think Ooh, that was the yeah. best one yet, at least for the audio. So, uh, But yeah, on Twitch, we are Let's Twitch a Pod, Facebook Let's do a podcast and youtube is let's do a podcast only because let's do a podcast was taken on twitch how annoying is that what we got <sighs> everything else i know i got everything else except for that but uh poor job pouring wah, what wah. Did I do? yeah it's the glass it's because i put it in its own glass so oh yeah how dare you yeah i, I, I didn't mix a match uh so i'll go ahead and oh, wait talk a, a little bit I'll wait a second on that then i guess oh yeah so i've taken a few sips of mine already let me tell you wowzers again um apparently i'm a really old man i'm saying wowzers a lot but this is so good so of course i have to compare this to uh return of the stack from false idol because i like whenever i looked up this beer versus that one it seemed pretty similar so i was very excited I still mm -hmm. think Return, uh, yeah, Return of the Stack, I think, is still my favorite, though. But this one's really, really, really good. It's really sweet, too. Uh, nice. Not, not like, you, you get the coffee, but it's not very heavy. It's, like, a little bit of the coffee and a lot of maple syrup. So, I like it so far. Of course, you know, we'll see how it is at the end of the episode. I might love it so much. How much you're feeling it. <laughs> yeah. But it is very smooth, especially for 11%. And uh, yeah, it could go down too easily. Hot damn, that's pretty good. Tastes like real honey, too. 
Ooh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Real fruit flavor. <clears throat> we'll see, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm digging this so far. So we'll see how it goes. It's always exciting whenever the first sips, you're like, yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. and you digging just it. know. Digging it. Yeah, you just know at the end of the episode, you're going to be like, it's still great. But uh, so, of course, we'll hit more on it at the end. If we remember, we've been good so far. We remember it, I think, every single time. Yeah. Uh, which is rare for us. Usually, especially whenever we take a break, we usually struggle to remember to do anything. <laughs> in the beer, I just don't remember anything that happens at the end of this podcast. So, yeah. So, uh, Anthony, do you have beer news for us? So beer events happening in the Dallas Fort Worth area. So it is uh, the week we're slowly inexorably marching towards St. Patrick's Day. Everybody's beer, favorite beer holiday. Uh, but uh, getting into this weekend, uh, the 11th of March, we got the Martin House beer run happening on uh, Saturday, uh, March 11th, 10 a.m. Uh, you can uh, go to their website. Uh, you can go to beerandbigd.com as always for details. Uh, they have a link there for more information. Um, they're gonna have a petting zoo. So every time I feel like every time I go to Martin House, they have some kind of petting zoo going on. Like I went to I went one time and they had a bunch of turtles just like roaming around. Uh, and that's where I got like one of my favorite shirts ever as uh, drink beer and save turtles. So, uh, but uh, the uh, other other things going on uh, the Sunday barbecue brunch also at Martin House on Sunday uh, and uh, Flying Saucer. If you go to the flying, if you like going to Flying Saucer in downtown Fort Worth, they have a release party for their Goddess Hazy IPA from Lakewood Brewing. Um, Benefiting the Pink Boots Society. Uh, mm. Going up further, uh, we got Community is having their St. Patrick's Day weekend, March 17th through 19th. That's going to be great. Uh, particularly with it warming up, uh, you can actually sit out to sit out in their outdoor area. Man, I love their outdoor area. This is like the perfect time for it because we have that short window where it's going to be not too cold and not too hot. So just go out there and celebrate St. Patrick's Day outside. Uh, we also have St. Patrick's Day celebration at Shaning Brewing Company, Three Nations Brewing Company, uh, fifth anniversary party uh, on the 18th at Turning Point. I need to go check that out. Uh, we have 10th anniversary party at Martin House on March 25th. Uh, and then we start getting into April. We have burgers, brews, and burgers, brews, and brews at the Clear Fork. Uh, down at clear for mm. um and then we have the big texas beer fest at april 15th on tax day so do your taxes and go down to big texas beer fest uh get your you probably should go ahead and get your tickets if you haven't already they're usually in short supply uh i've always heard getting the vip tickets great if they haven't sold out already go check it out um but yeah uh, a lot of events coming up it's uh, a lot of things picking up oh and i will be i will you can you can sign me up i will be there hops and props april 29th it's, it was awesome last year. It's going to be awesome this year. A lot of lot, a lot of different breweries showing up and a lot of airplanes. If you want to hear uh, someone drone on about aircraft uh, and that person is me while drinking beer, come find me and I will talk your ear off about airplanes uh, it's for true. as long as you can tolerate. So, so come 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 check it out down there too. Hops and props down at that down at uh, I think it's down at Meacham Airfield. Yeah, there. Everybody, I, I, I'm looking forward to doing St. Patrick's Day up here because we'll actually be able to go outside. Because you never know with Texas. It might already be on the hotter degrees, side yeah. or it might be still cold, which is more rare. But um, <clears throat> so, yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see what it is like around here. We're definitely going to go out for it. Uh, I have still slacked and I'm doing I'm like the absolute worst. Still haven't found. A good website for all the Oregon events, but uh, some random things that I found out. So, have you ever heard of McMinimins? Not many familiar. They have tons and tons of breweries uh, all over, like pretty much from Oregon to Seattle, and like just pretty much Washington. So these two states mainly, um, and it's just like tons and tons of them. Like they have their own uh hotels and just it it's actually really nuts like i anyways so 
they do this thing where you can get an actual pass. It looks just like a normal passport, like the book and everything. And wherever you mm -hmm. go to each location, they stamp it. And wherever you like fill out one book worth of stamps for, you know, there are certain brewery locations. It's like that. Like you get free stuff out of it. Nice. And uh, yeah, so we have two in town. There's a ton in Portland. Uh, there's a ton leading up to Seattle and through Seattle and past Seattle. So we decided we're, we both got a little passport books and we were like, oh, this could be a fun adventure. They have, I think, two on the coast and yeah. So something kind of fun. So if you're in the Oregon, Washington area, go to a McMinimins, talk to them about their passport. And I would suggest doing it because it's a, seems fun. You're in the Oregon area, and he's like, come out to the coast, have a few laughs. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, and they, they do, like, special stamps for, like, special events. And, of course, one of them over here is doing one for uh, St. Patrick's Day. So they're like, well, we'll have to go over here nice. and get a special stamp. Um, so, I mean, brewery-wise, that's pretty much the newest thing that we found out that we had to do. And that's the news from Ryan's new website, Beer in the Big O. Yeah. You can look that up. <laughs> I gotta, doubt there's anything get, there. You got to get the website. You got to get the website for that. Yeah. Then and just link it to Beer and Big D. Yeah. And then just tell me he has to do organ events too. I almost want to look it up now, but I'm almost afraid <laughs> to look afraid it up. You don't, up. Yeah. You don't really know what's going to come up. So, yeah. Um, all right, well, uh, I guess uh, let's move on to the movie. The, fi the film. This premiered at the Sundance Film Festival, so this is a film. Ah, yes, the film. Film made by auteurs. <laughs> My so, God. This yeah. is like Crazyville. So we've seen some crazy Nick Cage movies uh, in our day. Mm -hmm. We've been doing this now for, what, three, four years now? Three years, four years? I can't remember anymore. We've seen a lot of um, Nick Cage movies. Yeah, I think we're on our third, fourth, fourth? I don't know. It's got to be fourth year, I think. Maybe. You tell us. I don't know. Uh, but uh, so we've been doing this X number of years. Uh, and I got to say, this is probably, we've seen some bonkers Nicolas Cage movies. And this is, if not the top, it's like in the top, like two of craziness. Yeah. Uh, he goes full on Nick Cage in this movie. Uh, and I'm there for it when it happens, uh, but I'm not there for it when other things happen. I'm just like, he goes full on Nick Cage and it's great, but like, man, I got things to say about this movie. At least the things that I remember about this movie. So, yeah. Uh, all right. So we'll do the little synopsis. Tell us what the movie's about and then we'll all get right. talking. Prisoners in the ghost land. Set in the treacherous frontier city of Samurai Town, which I don't think is the name of the town in the movie. I think sort of a B, Beaufort. I don't, I don't really know. Takes place either. I I only heard him say it at the end, so it was it was on the name of the bank. Hmm. Uh, but anyways, uh, we're a ruthless bank robber sprung from jail by a wealthy warlord, the governor. Not from uh, not from The Walking Dead. It's just a rando guy in a white suit. Uh, yeah. whose adopted granddaughter, Bernice, has gone missing. The governor offers the prisoner his freedom in exchange for retrieving the runaway. Strapped into a leather suit that will self-destruct within three days, the bandit sets off on a journey to find the young woman and his own path to redemption. Uh, other thing on here says... Um, the far shorter synopsis says... A notorious criminal must break an evil curse in order to rescue an abducted girl who has mysteriously disappeared. So this also adds there is a mysterious curse, which I didn't really get that there was a curse until like it got to a point there was like, oh, he's gotten rid of this curse. Yeah. Like, oh, there was a curse, actually. I mean, I, uh, it wasn't super clear. I feel like there's too much happening, so you don't really know what's going on. Uh, yeah, so I guess, uh, yeah, those are the synopsis, so now we can actually talk about it. There's yeah. too much going on to the point where, yeah, you have no clue what's happening. Yeah. Like, truly, like, I, I feel like in every scene, there's just so much 
and it's so confusing <laughs> and it's like there's like seemingly random shit that just happens and then it's like nah we're not gonna stick with that yeah there's so many like things that they do that ultimately are unnecessary for us to even see right like, there's the whole thing where so they go through the whole sequence where uh nicholas cage's character who doesn't have a name i think he's just referred to as the hero um he gets released from jail he's in his uh jesus underwear like the wearing like the loincloth or whatever uh and he gets released he gets put in his leather suit uh the thing that caught me my attention about this movie and brought it to my attention so we could watch it was that this movie has him in a leather suit where there is bombs on his arms bombs on his neck and bombs on his testicles, as the governor would put it. And so, and I knew that at least two of the bombs exploded during the course of the movie, because I did see, uh, I did have some spoilers prior to this. Not very many, but I did see that the some of the bombs do, in fact, go off. And at least one of them was one of his testicles, which that did not disappoint. <laughs> that, yeah, that, was that reaction funny. seemed realistic. Yeah. Uh, but there's a bit where, so they, when they're giving him that, when they're getting him set up to go rescue Bernice. And so you got the governor, you got Yasujiro, the governor's bodyguard, uh, samurai sword wielding or katana wielding guy who just kills randomly. I feel like. Yeah. Cause um, he's killing his own people. And you're like, yeah, it's not, it's not entirely clear. Like, what is going on with that? No. It's like, do they not respect the governor uh, enough not to kill the guy he's like trying to set up to save his granddaughter? Anyways, which I understand why they don't like Nick Cage because he did, uh, they, they blame him for some kid dying uh, when he was trying to just give him bubblegum or something, I guess. And maybe. Sure. Um, <laughs> that's what it seems like. Yeah. Uh, but the... I'm losing the I'm losing the thread here. Uh, but what happens was they what happens if they give him a car uh, so we can drive out to the ghost land to go rescue Bernice. Uh, he hops in the car, drives it to like drives it like maybe like a hundred feet down the road, hops out of the car, takes a bicycle and get like a small bicycle and then just rides it out of town. And now it's like that's that's like one of those things. Where like, oh, he's maybe he doesn't want them to track him or something, or maybe he's just like trying to do it his own way. But then, cut to uh, hero Nicolas Cage riding the tiny little bicycle out of town, and Yasujiro rolls up in the car, and he's like, huh, okay, and he hops in the car and just rides it the rest of the way, and that's the whole sequence when yeah. he leaves town. And <laughs> no. I, I wondered if I missed something, you know, just because of it, like gets out of the car and takes the bike and you're just kind of like, what did I miss? Like why? It, like it was never explained why he did what he did. People were like, oh, that's so cool. And like, wait, what's so cool? Oh, I agree. It's a baller move. But like ultimately it doesn't result in anything in the movie because he's just like, he's it doesn't like, matter. Eh, I'll, yeah, take he ends up, I'll take the yeah. car, I guess. Yeah, he ends up taking the car anyways. Uh, so random things real quick. Nicolas Cage met his fifth wife during the filming of this movie. Hmm. Love is in the air at Samurai Town. Yeah. And is, this then, the, is this the wife that he met? Uh, is this the wife that he met uh, in uh, the other movie we saw? Unbearable Way to Massive Talent? No, he probably. said he met that, that fictional wife he met in Captain, Captain Corelli's Mandolin. That's right. Uh, and then... At the end, whenever Bernice is shooting the governor, she shoots him seven times with a six shooter. Uh, she's got one of those guns from the Predator, infinite ammo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She put the cheat on it. <laughs> she did a quick little cheat code. Yeah. Um, and I, okay, so other things that are a little weird about this movie, it's uh, apocalyptic ninja cowboy modern old-timey themed cyberpunk also yeah it's like it's like blade runner it's like blade runner meets good bad and the ugly meets uh meets like uh like a, uh, a samurai movie uh meets uh 
Yeah. Oh, zombies too. We get zombies in this um, too. Meets George Romero. Meets uh, you name it. It's like a oh. mishmash of all these different genres, and it's just like I I I like where their head was at. But uh, I, unfortunately, something that happened during the course of the movie. So, so the guy who made this movie, he's like a Japanese uh, auteur director. He's made all these very artsy movies. Um, there's one that I actually want to see where it's this, uh, it's this like, I think it's called Hide and Seek, where it's about these schoolgirls. Uh, it seems very much like Battle Royale, where they are, have to play hide and seek, and there's like some mysterious forces killing all the Japanese schoolgirls. Um, and it seems really interesting. Uh the, the guy, the director who made this, uh, he's he's like on this level. But I th the director apparently had a heart attack during the course of making of this movie. And I think, I hate to say it, but that may have affected the outcome of this movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which is, it's, it's, it's a bummer. Uh, he recovered. He's, he's fine now. But it's like, you're, you're head's not going to be in it when your like health is like that severely affected you know I, I feel like that had to have an effect maybe i don't know man uh but yeah it, uh, it's, Sion sono is the guy's name yeah i man it's like where do you even go with this but like i i liked the idea. Okay, so we're going on to the things that we like and dislike. <laughs> yes, yeah, we should go ahead and move forward and do that. So, yeah, so I really do like the the artsy feel of this. I think it's very well shot of a movie. Um, I liked the acting, but. Again, like, I, I feel like there was so, it, it's another one of those movies that you see it and you think, man, there's a lot of potential here. Yeah. Like, because of how wild it is and how extreme that they are going one scene to another, you like, you, I, I really did wonder, I was like, how are they going to actually bring it all together and make it a good end movie? And I don't think it really hit that, you know, I think there are all these extreme things and all these crazy wild things just to kind of have a normal feeling end of a movie. Yeah. And it's like, if you're going to go this crazy, I don't want a normal ending. Like I want a crazy yeah. wild ending, you know, but it really felt like the ending of it was a normal samurai in a town slash, you know, this, that kind of a feel. Um, I don't know. I I really felt like, on top of it, feeling like maybe I was on a crazy like trip just watching this movie, you're also, I don't know, you you're, you're let down at the end, in my opinion. Yeah, because like it's like it it ramped up to the point where it's like Evil Dead uh, slash Rudy, because you have him like, uh, he you have him like because he's lost the use of his hand because one of the bombs exploded on his arm, and so he's using like this like because his arm is all mangled up he's using like this like sword arm thing to fight to fight all the other samurais uh and he's wearing a uh, football helmet that he found in ratman's junkyard that he just like found uh and so it's like it's got this like whole evil dead thing kind of rem reminding me of when he's like uh fighting with the chainsaw arm uh but it's just uh yeah but it just kind of like peters out at the end yeah, we haven't even gotten to the whole uh, the whole thing with uh, the whole perplexing thing with uh, what was her name? Susan, Susie, the the sister, adopted Our, sister, Bernice. Wasn't cousin? it like a cousin or something like that? I can't remember now. Because um, I think, well, she was like, she must have been like off her rocker and like nuts or if I don't know. Yeah, there's like, a, uh, there's like an underlying implication of what's happening to these to, happening to Bernice and Susie with the governor. They never t explicitly say that there's anything nefarious going on there, but you're it's very much implied that he's yeah. uh, doing not great things with these yeah. girls. Uh, but they, ne they never it's, it's very much left to the context of the situation because they, they don't they obviously don't want to be there. Susie's like, again, pretty much like 
lost her mind. Um, like that whole grandfather clock song thing was just like so random. And it was so uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but yes, sorry. Going back to things that we like. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it, it's the acting. It's, I do, I, I did enjoy, even. it's like I enjoyed it, but I didn't enjoy how crazy and so like wild it was. Yeah. Um, I liked it in the sense of like, I kept thinking, I can't wait to see where it's going to go. Like, where is it going to go? Where is it going to go? All these wild people just, just, I enjoyed that, those parts, but I think it really just, yeah, it it just, it just didn't quite work. So I I guess I really liked the potential of the movie. I thought pretty much all the actors I thought did really, really good in this movie. Uh, I mean, they had to, they had to be crazy people and they sure as hell were. Um, and I thought it was shot. I thought it was, just, it was shot great. Um, so yeah, those are my things that I liked about this movie. So what about you, Anthony? Uh, thing I really liked about this movie was again, even though they didn't have anything cohesive or sensical to do, uh, I really liked all the character. All the characters in this movie were very interesting. The governor was interest was an interesting villain. Uh, uh, Yasujiro had a he, he seemed to have a very interesting backstory that we never got any uh, any uh, any like got to peer into at all because he had he had the whole thing where his sister was one of the girls who was like in the clutches of the governor. Um, so like, it was very much built up. Like he was going to like turn on the governor. Um, and that's something I thought was going to happen. Um, so it's like, it was, his character was very much built up like that. And like, I was ultimately disappointed by that. Uh, but, uh, the, uh, even like the deputies, they all just like in the way they looked and the way they acted, it's like just very interesting. I mean, they're just like playing as the lackeys, but they have like such, they do such interesting things that it's the characterizations are so interesting, more so interesting than even like, uh, than Nick Cage's character, uh, like, uh, and, uh, Enoch, uh, over at the, the ghost land area there, the guy who's like his whole spiel is he's the leader of the ghost land people. And he like just reads them, uh, Heathcliff. Books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He reads them books. Uh, there's the whole, there's the whole thing where I was like trying to like piece it together. The whole thing with the clock, um, where they're like trying to keep time from moving forward. And when it finally does, everything explodes. Cause like, they're like saying like, we have to hold back time. So it doesn't explode. I, they don't explicitly say, uh, they, th- I think they do talk about the fact that there was like, I guess there was like nuclear explosion, uh, because like a train hit a prisoner transfer, which is the curse part of the curse anyways. Yeah. Uh, but they're holding back the clock to keep it from exploding again. Uh, I was like, oh, well, that's just one of those nonsensical things that happens when uh, people have been traumatized like that. Uh, but but then, yeah, anyways, I, I'll, I can get to my uh, complaints about it later. <laughs> the, uh, uh, the All the characterizations for all the characters were great. All the characters were interesting. They just didn't have anything interesting to do, I guess, is my one concern, so... I, I really liked all the characters. Yeah, I, I agree with what you said of this there. <clears throat> you wanted to know the story of so many people, not necessarily the main character. Uh, but almost everybody else, like I really wanted to get to know them more. Right. Yeah, we learn about all the characters. We we learn about uh, plenty about hero. Yeah. yeah. And they keep shoving it down your throat and like i want to know about all these other people like yeah <clears throat> yeah we we know all about hero and psycho we got those guys down yeah got them down and, and and a little bit about bernice yes yeah we yeah yeah anyways um all right what was something that you disliked <laughs> i touched on this already uh i just the characters didn't have anything good, good to do. The, the characters, uh, it was just like they built up all this characterization. They built up all these interesting people, and then they just didn't give them anything 
like Ratman, Ratman, like was so interesting. It like had the crazy voice thing going on. He had the whole interesting costume, uh, and they built him up as like the guy who was going to build these vehicles to kind of ferry everybody into town. But we never saw everybody go into town. We just saw Hero and Bernice go into town. Yeah. Um. So the 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 Ghostland, the people of the Ghostlands, they never they ever they never like uh, did some big rebellion to fight the governor. Um. So that never really came to they kept they kept showing all these like fancy looking RVs and stuff. And it's like nothing ever came of that. Um Yasujiro was set up with the story of his sister being one of the uh concubines or what have you, and uh he ended up not betraying the governor uh like you would think he would. He ended up uh defending him and fighting uh fighting uh, Nick Cage. Uh, until he ended up getting killed, he, but he also, but then he also killed like a bunch of his own guys during the course of things as well. I don't know. Uh, I, I think he was just wanting to kill everybody at that point. Maybe I don't know. I would love to see him kill, be the one to kill the governor, though. Uh, kill his own charge there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So they, we just had all this interesting characterization build up, and then nothing came of of the characterization. I feel like. Yeah. The- you know, which is pretty much kind of my same thing of just, you know, the, I know I, I've already said this, I'm just going to repeat it because it truly is just the thing that I just bugged me the most about this truly was the, the buildup and the craziness and so extremes. And then just having a basic ending. I was so disappointed. Um, and I mean, there's other things I could complain about, but to me, I think that that's they. It's almost like they they hyped it up way too much for themselves. They're yeah. like, oh, yeah, we built we it up this. so much, yeah, yeah. And so that's it. Like if if from the beginning of the movie you're up here, and then at the end they're like, okay, let's wrap it up. Let's I don't know. It kind of felt like that. I'm just like. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like listening. Yeah, it's listening to like it's like listening to dubstep, but the drop never comes. Yeah, yeah, truly. <laughs> or it's like they had Nicolas Cage for a set amount of time, and they were getting close. To like they're like, this is our last date. We gotta just finish it all right now. Yeah, it's like he's got to get back to hanging out with uh, Pedro Pascal. You know. Yeah. Uh, um, which I was like, I, it's like he got to go full Nick. He got to go full Nick Cage. Like the whole testicle exploding thing, that was full on 100% like Vampire Diaries, Nick Cage. Like he was like freaking like screaming like a crazy person. Loved it to death. It was like so awesome. But it's like ultimately like the plot just didn't carry it. Yeah. And that's, yeah. I, I think no matter what you do, like you have to make sure you have a good ending. No matter how much you build up, anything else it's like if you have a crappy ending that's gonna ruin the whole movie and that's i think that's the big thing that happened here for me yeah and it's like that's the one thing i feel like could have saved this movie is if the ending had tied like tied all these different threads together then it would be like oh i get it and then it would have been like the end of the movie everything comes together and it all makes sense and we have the big explosion governor is dead and then they can have the ending that they already had where like they just kind of like are tired and like falling asleep on a bench out in the random part of town. Yeah. They just, the ending didn't deliver on the promises of the movie. It was a bummer. It really was. It was definitely a bummer. All right. So, uh, so our rating system, of course we have changed it up. We are on letterbox. So check us out there at let's do a podcast. And that's where we rate all of our movies now. So, Anthony, from one to five, how would you rate this movie? I give this one a two and a half. It's like it's execution of characters. Again, was great. Characters are so interesting. It's just like the plot wasn't there to support them, though. Like they had one half of the equation. The other half just wasn't there. You know, I just they have like very fleshed out people and not fleshed out plot. So, and I was really bummed about that. Yeah. Oh, two and a half stars for me. No, yeah, I'm I'm actually really good with that score. Um 
I I want to it's like I want to give it more. I want to give it like three and a half, something like that. But yeah. again, just because of how chaotic, of course, not a good ending. Just like there, I just feel like there's a lot of things to knock this down pegs. Um, so yeah, I, I think two and a half is is a well, good rating. It's it's, um, it's rough when like the plot of Robot Jocks makes more sense than this movie. So <laughs> right, yeah. And I mean, like I, we talked a little bit before we started the podcast and he was just like, it's going to be rough. Like, I don't remember it, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, dude, I watched it last night and I still don't know what happened. I was like, it, it seems like a, if, if here's the thing, here's the thing. So like the, the, we, we, we always, we used to, uh, one of the things we used to do is talk about is like, if we recommend this movie and like, if you want a movie that like makes you wonder if you had an acid trip or uh if you just dreamed it all happened like watch this like pull this movie up like when you're really tired and then just like try to watch as much as you can and you'll be like man i had some wild ass dreams last night because that's what this movie's feel is it's like a, yeah. like a weird ass dream you had about a nick cage movie and then like uh maybe 10 years from now you'll be like man this, was this a real thing that i that i dreamed or is this something that was actually a film that nick cage was in so yeah and you know, I, I feel like the question that we get sometimes, or at least I have, is just like, well, is this one a good one to have on, like, to watch with friends or, like, as a background? And I don't know about this one. Maybe. You know? <laughs> yeah. And it's hard because, like, I feel like if you do it as a background movie, you'll constantly be like, wait, wait, wait let me rewind. What did I miss? And I guarantee right. you, you didn't miss anything. It just something completely fucking random just happened. Um, or yeah, watching with friends, like it might be fun, but at the same time, you're just like, you're probably just gonna be asking each other, "Do you understand what just happened?" And that other person's like, "No, I, I was about to ask you," you know. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, I don't know with this one. Um, so if you watched this movie. I like I really want to know your thoughts. Did you love it? Were you confused like us? Like what what what's going on? Can you tell us what the movie's about? <laughs> yeah. Well we'll ha we'll bring you on and you can tell us uh you can do this episode for us again. Yeah. It's like we have point A, we have point B. I don't see the line between those two things. So <laughs> no. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Yeah. They just uh, uh, never never do they meet. Like I, I I agree with like a lot of the a lot of the discussion about this movie is how wild it is and I agree this movie is fucking wild but but it needs to stick the landing and it just doesn't stick the landing no it, I felt like it was close but no yeah um it was right. like most of the way there it just needed to like tie it all together and it just didn't do that. All right. Um, hey, I think I think your camera's frozen. <laughs> I am I am so cold over here. I'm just like stuck in this one position. <laughs> I'm, fortunately, I'm really good at ventriloquism. Ventriloquism. See, I'm having a hard time saying it because my mouth is stuck. Um, but yeah, I just really like this pose though. So yeah. I'm just gonna stay with it. Uh, it looks great on you. Yeah. Um. All right. So we rated. The movie. We're done with the movie. Let's talk about the beer. Uh, so, anything? Have you finished your beer? No, I haven't finished my beer because it's like so big. I have so much beer uh, to work through. I'm almost done though. That's really so good though. Big. So big. Um, uh, yeah, they came out with these huge cans uh, for some of these beers. I, I I was between this one and I have another one called Warhorse that I haven't tried yet. Um, that I may try. I may save it for another uh, for our next. Uh, for our next cage fest episode that's right there is another cage fest episode bonus bonus episode for you guys out there all right um, fortunately ho hopefully at that point i'll be able to move again uh, <laughs> um but yeah uh for, for this one uh for bees knees from martin house man go find it out there i'm giving this one a 4.2 whoa it's good it's good like 
the fact that it's even over a four for you is wild. And I'm digging this. It's like the hunt, the orange blossom honey flavor there. Uh, it's just like I've never been. A, I'm never a huge fan. Like the blood and honey revolver, blood and honey. I'm not a huge fan of it. But this uh, Martin House has got a winner on their hands here. Bees knees. I'm gonna go find me some more of this. Awesome. Um, so I have the double stack from Great Notion. Uh, I am going to give this, I think, a solid four. Nice. And I'm pretty sure their last beer that I had on here, I also gave a four. Um, and really, whenever we went there and I got a few beers and the wife got a few beers, like, they make really, really good stuff. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited to find some more of their their beers for to try and i yeah this is such a good stout i i it makes me happy because i really really love again that return of the stout from false idol and i feel like this is a really good substitute um i do stand behind that false idols is better because i think i would give the false idol one like a four and a half i think i did yeah. something like that um but I will gladly drink this one instead too. <clears throat> so there's the beers. Um, Anthony, what's your thing of the week? My thing of the week. I had a thing of the week. Uh, my thing of the week is. Man, I had it two seconds ago. Uh, oh, my no. thing. I know it's just the worst. Uh, my thing of the week is hey. So I got to go check out, uh, I'm terrible when it comes to like culture, uh, but I got to go to the Dallas Museum of Art. Mm. And man, I, again, I'm not a, a art person. I'm not an aficionado. I don't know very much, but uh, I, uh, I didn't know there were such cool uh, museums uh, in, the, in the Dallas area. Uh, and I, uh, I, I just went looking in like, uh, different areas I've lived in before and, uh, checking out different like museums and different cultural institutions they have. And, uh, my thing of the week is just like, check out your cultural institutions in your area. Uh, like I lived in Wichita for a bit. They had like a really nice, like art museum there, really nice science museum, check out your museums in the area. Uh, there's just like such cool stuff. Uh, Dude, I saw a painting by like uh, Salvador Dali and Pablo Picasso. It's like you don't get to see that stuff very often, um, and it's like I think it was like what, fifteen bucks to go check it out. It's like you can go. This is the stuff you can see in like uh, like when you're in like elementary school. Is like the last time I got like really good art education. I think because <laughs> mm -hmm. like I went to school for engineering. I'm not like focused on like the artistic uh, artistic side of things at all. Um, so. Uh, but yeah, if you like, if you have like, if you're like, just like doing nothing and you're just hanging out, it's like, go check out like Dallas museum, um, museum of art. The, uh, I think Fort Worth has an art museum as well. It's like, check out your culture institutions in your area, uh, patronize them. Uh, they could always use our, our donations, our money, uh, and, uh, our, uh, patronage uh, to go check them out. Um, they just like hold a lot of our history and stuff too. So uh, that's my thing of the week is just like check that stuff out. Um, yeah, Dallas Museum of Art though, checked it out, loved it. It was freaking awesome. Um, got to see some pretty cool stuff. I'm again, I'm not an artsy fartsy guy, but uh, I really enjoyed some of the paintings. Some of them were really cool, and uh, I did think where I got to sit in the bench and look at a piece of art, uh, a la Ferris Bueller, uh, and uh, <laughs> I uh, actually thought it was pretty cool. I really enjoyed it. So that is my thing of the week. I concur with that though. Like we, so we've done the Dallas museum of art a few times, quite, quite a few times, actually. Uh, we did the Fort worth art museum. That was really cool. I, we, we love museums around here. Uh, my wife, every time, especially if there's an aquarium, she'll, we, we always go to those. I know that's different, but I'm just, throwing that out there well, aquariums I mean, it's are awesome. very much very much in the same family uh yeah. although i hope you have better aquariums up in the uh up in the northwest there because i feel like uh the I, I will argue to my grave that uh dallas does not have an aquarium it has a terrarium exactly it's an not an aquarium <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know how they got away with calling that an aquarium but yeah it's like it's all above water there's nothing there's not a lot below water there 
Yeah, but I do agree. Like, it's I I love going and just being like, okay, I just want to take my time and you know look and read. Oh oh, we just oh wait, there's oh, Anthony. Sorry. I was trying to reset there. Yeah, that okay. didn't work. Um. Uh oh man, I lost my train of thought now. Sorry, <laughs> that's <laughs> fine. Warned you. Uh, you can probably maybe you can just unplug your. Yeah. Plug it back in, maybe. I I'm gonna know. do some technical things here. Let's see what yeah, happens. Just do things while I talk. Uh, but yes. So, anyways, I I agree with that, and yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing some of the stuff around here. Um, so my thing of the week, um, is nature. So, Ooh. yes. So you know, as a lot of y'all know, because I talk about it constantly, I live in Oregon, and. Let me tell you, just like not, you know, the last couple of weeks or weekends, like we we went out to the coast and we just sat there and just like enjoyed nature. Just sat there, listened to the waves, watched it, just looking over the water. And then we went to like up in the mountains on like we did. We walked a trail and then kind of just went to a brewery. The brewery was beautiful. I wish I could. I should have uploaded the picture to show you guys. But the the view was amazing. Just like overlooking just mountains. You can see like rain on this side and it's like sunny on this side. It's mountains and the you can see uh, vineyards and like hops and it, it just I could have sat there literally all day on top of you know of course drinking beer but just the view itself like uh, there's nothing I love more than a view and just enjoying the world that we live in because it's pretty amazing Um, <laughs> so you know whether you go hike or whether you drive somewhere whatever you do just i encourage highly to take some time and just enjoy the outside and uh, believe me i know in texas there's only like maybe two months out of the whole year you can actually enjoy the thought of being outside um but take that time don't don't take it for granted and um because even yes Texas has some beautiful, beautiful sights too. And, uh, you know, I, I, I kind of miss some of them, but uh, I'm enjoying the, the ones that we have around here. So that's pretty much it. It's just like take time, go outside, turn off your cell phone, or even like have your cell phone. You know, you, you need to be able, you know, somebody needs to reach you, but stay off your phone and just enjoy the, the world around you. Because it's it's better than what it seems like, you know. If you're stuck online, it seems like the world's pretty rough. But there's really good things out there too. It's you gotta look for them. So you mean I shouldn't spend my entire day doom scrolling all the time? <laughs> no, no, please don't. I've done that too many times where I'm just like, oh my god, what a terrible place we live. And then it's just like, well, it's because all the bad things get amplified. So yeah. That's why I just watch nothing but uh, Kerbal Space Program videos on YouTube. So that's you the go. extent of my uh, that's the extent of my social media presence at this point. So nice, yeah. I mine is watching. Okay, so a, another thing. Uh, it's a YouTuber, and he also streams on Twitch. But it's Kid Boga. I think I've talked about him before. But he calls scammers and like messes with them and like steals their oh, yeah. information and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I'm I'm just so obsessed with it. It's so funny. But um, anyways, yeah, that's I spend most of my time like if I'm not busy at work, that's usually up on my like other screens or on my phone, just listening and laughing. But anyways, that's a whole another thing. So, all right, so let's see. Uh, what's our next movie, Anthony? So I've been thinking about this one long and hard. That's what she what said. She said. <laughs> and uh, so Ryan gave me the Ryan gave me the uh, 
the the responsibility of picking our bonus movie uh our bonus cage movie for the year uh and i have two two cage cage movies nicholas cage movies that are my favorite nicholas cage movies and i kept going back and forth on which ones are my favorite and uh, i have determined our next one is knowing i don't even know what that one is yep it's k-n-o-w-i-n-g knowing mm. saw that one okay. in the movie theater back when it first came out looking forward to getting your thoughts on it ryan so knowing awesome yeah i've so, only seen this one twice though so uh but it's it's been one of my favorites so so we will be doing our last cage fest episode next week i know you guys get a bonus week lucky you or maybe you hate <laughs> it who knows and then we will move on we'll have a few breaks but this year we are doing more uh like month related movies so like we'll pick one more month to do like another either actor or type of movie and of course in september we have back to school and we have thanksgiving or halloween thanksgiving so like we have the holiday ones Mm -hmm. um but yeah we want to throw one maybe two more theme type movies out there uh so if you guys have any ideas let us know uh if we don't everything we'll just come up with something on our own like we usually do so yeah <laughs> and i'm really looking forward to seeing what our first movie outside of cage fest will be because we have not even talked about it so we'll figure yeah. that out of course we try to announce what the next movies are so you guys can either watch or not i don't know some people are like oh, i want to know before so i can watch it. i'm like are you sure so <laughs> it's like uh, you'll know when we know. It's yeah, not we don't get we don't even give ourselves that much uh, uh, a lead time there. So yeah, sometimes we text on Friday and we record on Sunday. So it's, we got Saturday. <laughs> it's like uh, uh, planning, yay! <laughs> yeah. But anyways, uh, where all can they find us? So you can find us on Twitch at let's Twitch a pod. What's Twitch a pod? It's a good beer. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Oh, let's do a podcast. You can find us also on uh, other places. Uh, I can't remember. Uh, Ryan, what other places can they find us on? Uh, okay, so we got Twitch. We got Facebook. We got YouTube. Yeah, we, let's do a podcast. Yes. Yeah. Better. And then uh, Letterbox. Let's do a podcast. Untapped at Let's do a podcast. Yes. I think that's it. Yep, that's um, all of them. Yeah, and uh, we need to start saying this too because I've actually did research and apparently it actually helps. But wherever you guys listen to us, uh, if it's through Apple Music or Google or whatever, please leave us a rating and a review. That really helps get the podcast out there even more, shine some more light. Listen, for the algorithm stuff, they want to see that we have listeners. And I know we do because I get to see all the downloads. Uh, so if you guys will go leave either a star rating and or some sort of review, that would be awesome. Even if it's negative, we'll take it. And or a review for Andor. Yes. Yes. Uh, so thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. And uh, I'm Ryan. And I'm Anthony. And let's end a podcast. Peace. Bye.